0: Let's be radically honest, there's a reason why you decided to become the professional or entrepreneur that you are today. Is it safe to say that it wasn't to be away from those you love or sacrifice yourself and your health while doing it? What if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working harder? What if stress and overwhelm were a thing of your past? Entrepreneurial success coach, Ranchelle Van Bryce, is here to guide you through letting go of comparison and imposter syndrome so that you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life.
1: Hello, 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 and welcome. Welcome to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle here at Inspired Choices. Whether you're tuning in live or you're listening afterwards, I just want to send you a whole bunch of love and a whole bunch of gratitude I do not take it for granted that you're spending something um, as finite as time with me today, and so I get to I get to speak with you today about how to incorporate spirituality into your entrepreneurship journey. If you're here from Facebook, I talked about you know how to incorporate spirituality into your business, and um, you know so funny uh, when uh, I'm given titles like downloaded titles. It sometimes changes, you know, as time goes by, but I think the the concept, the premise is the same, uh, whether we're, you know, really tying into business or we're tying it into the journey of being an entrepreneur. Um, certainly, I have found, you know, as a business owner, we all want to be successful in our journey. And if you were like me, for the longest time, I felt like something was missing. There was always something that, that was missing in my life. and I was surprised that it had to do with uh, separating my spirituality from my business. And I had always had compartments, right? Like I had my life over here. I had like a different, and in my life I had different compartments and I had like business over here. And then I had spirituality or woohoo over here. And I for the longest time, felt like there was this missing piece, and in about 2018, I had this um, awareness. I was teaching a class, a, well, a, a master class, at, uh, to some real estate agents, uh, life insurance—actually, insurance, insurance providers—I would say that—and uh, mortgage brokers, and I was talking about. So the first time I really shared the concept of if you're creating a marketing funnel, a marketing strategy, and you're stressed about marketing, the energy behind what you're creating will lead you down a path uh, that will lead to results that will feel just as limited uh, as you're feeling in the creation of the marketing funnel. It was the first time that I brought full-fledged spirituality into business. And I talked about the relationship that I had with the God of my understanding. And I used those words, um, took them directly from the 12-step program, Alateen. Alateen talks about the God of your understanding or your higher power. And after I said it, I had this moment of panic because I thought, what? the hell have I done bringing right God into business bringing divine into business Uh, I really felt like I had exposed myself and I was standing in front of these incredible women but felt totally vulnerable uh, almost naked like and you know I just kind of kept on going and at the end of the, um, the masterclass uh, three of the that was the four it was just a tiny class came up to me and said how grateful they were that I had talked about my relationship um, with uh, divine with God and they both they all felt that there was there was a place to bring spirituality into business and they were also they were afraid to do it but they heard what I had said and they were less afraid to talk about their connection. To spirit their connection to divine, but the thing is, in in my world of like, I call it my woohoo people. My world of woohoo, right? Uh, they uh, looked so differently than I did. Like, yes, I I always wear like right. I'm always wearing bracelets that are right gemstones or beaded bracelets. I always have something, you know, like a heart uh, or something like that candles, uh, lit. Um, That's just been the way that I've shown up in my life for a very long time. But I used to say I was a closeted spiritual woohoo person. I think that's why I felt like I was missing something. And maybe that's how you feel too, that you're trying to hide a part of yourself that we're not meant to hide. And the moment I decided to just move forward and I realized that part of my purpose here was to bridge my very woohoo spiritual self with my very strategic marketing business coach, business consultant. And that there was that there was no longer any room in my life for separateness that I couldn't compartmentalize that any longer. And I literally had this huge like rush of relief like this huge when i made that decision to just show up as i naturally am and not be concerned so this is 2018 you know i had been certified in reiki since i think about 2003 or 2004 didn't discuss it with anyone you know um I'd been to meditation. I had been to uh, yoga retreats with Kundalini Yoga. I'd spent, you know, seven—I think seven or ten days um, in a a, a yoga a white tantric ceremony. Uh, you know, I had done so many things, but I, but I did. I kept it really quiet. And so, part of even the reason why I decided to do the show here in Inspired Choices Network and specifically titled the show Ignite Your Success was I think there's success can be defined in so many different ways and I think success within us can be ignited in so many different ways. I don't think there's a one way to do anything and I don't think there's a right way to do anything. So it allows me the opportunity to enter into so many things with this curiosity of what else is possible and wouldn't it be cool if uh, most importantly, I think the biggest change in my life and part of the reason, again, that I, I want to be here with all of you is my decision to incorporate what I refer to as the universal laws into my everyday life, to incorporate spirituality you know, into, into um, the journey of entrepreneurship and not only to incorporate it, but to integrate it. And I know that's a super long explanation of why you're here and I want to thank you for being here. You know, um, but it certainly for me has changed my life. And if I can, if I can share one thing with you each time that you join me, that has you look at your life differently then I feel that that would be success from my perspective, success with you. And so sometimes it's the most simplest things that we overlook when we're talking about integrating or incorporating something, Right. Um, so the first piece is, are you segregating your life? Are you actually practicing segregation where you can only talk about this over here, whatever this is? And it might be politics. It might be religion. It might be spirituality. It might be sex. It might be, you know, one thing. But what what kind of segregation do you have happening in your life? So I think part of a spiritual practice is. I mean, certainly we want to be aware of who our audience is. I mean, that's the truth, right? If you're, you know, you're in a profession, but not be aware of the audience. Um in fear but be aware of the audience of do you want to put yourself in a position where you're where you will still feel the, feel the need to justify who you are that's why there's an awareness of it right so that we don't have to we don't have to justify who we are or justify where we're showing up and so many people have that something happens and they feel like they have to respond they have to justify and so part of the integration of spirituality is moving to a place and space where you do not have to justify you, who you are, who you be. It's no one's business, number one, and you have the confidence to realize that you don't owe anyone an explanation. And if someone is uncomfortable with your position on spirituality, then that's their uncomfortableness. Now, there is a fine line between what I would say shoving one's spirituality down someone's throat and just being in with spirit, just being spiritual, right? If if I'm having a conversation with you and I've met you at a networking meeting, um, I'm not going to go into talking about spirituality and not because I'm afraid, but because you haven't asked me any questions about it. You haven't asked me what I do. And so I don't believe that there's, there's, the necessity for me in that particular case to convince somebody. So for me, it's a convincing energy. So currently, how are you or do you integrate your spirituality and whatever your definition of spirituality is, right? Were you a closet woohoo person like me um, where, you know, you only talked about and only did affirmations and had a positive attitude and mindfulness and Reiki, and meditation, and or yoga, and or breath work, and or numerology, or, and or astrology, or, like, those are metaphysics, Um, where you, are you a closet, you know, are you, are you, are you hiding? Or are you willing to have the conversation, but you're not out forcing people to have the conversation? So when I'm speaking of spirituality, from my perspective, it's this, so I'll, I'll define spirituality from for me spirituality for me is understanding and being in awareness of the universal laws and um and and uh and let me even broaden that to understanding um metaphysics and being willing to bring metaphysics um being willing to bring in universal laws be willing to bring in sacred love being willing to bring uh, the power of positive thinking, the power of affirmations, the power of law of attraction, which is a universal law and allowing it to, and, and surrendering to the God of my understanding. Now, for me, um, you know, the the God of my understanding, my higher power, divine spirit is not something outside of me. So I think the very first piece in the developing a spiritual practice or integrating spirituality into your profession or business is first defining what spirituality means for you. I think that's the first piece of it, right? And how are you, uh, what part of you or are you willing to just allow that to be in your life all the time? So that for me is the first step of the integration process, the, 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 Integration, I guess, the pre-step being the application. Being aware, what does that look like for you? How do you def- how do you define spirituality? It doesn't matter how I define it, right? How I define the spirituality has nothing to do with you. So let's start with that first piece. How are you defining spirituality? Once you decide how you define spirituality, and I'm, you know, the the focus today really is talking about the application and integration of spirituality into your entrepreneurship journey, because I feel like we're all on a journey. So I have a spiritual practice. So part of that is uh, the next decision is, do you have a spiritual practice? And what would that look like for you? And again, it doesn't really matter what I do. (laughs) Like, what what do you do? What pieces of spirituality do you do, right? And making that decision. So for example, uh, is it meditation for you? Is it prayer for you? Is it uh, visualization? And it doesn't have to be either or. Is it mindful journeying for you? Is it going for a walk in nature for you? Um, Is it lighting a candle and having an altar, you know, for you? Is it surrounding yourself with crystals and candles? And right, is that what a spiritual practice looks like for you? Are you practicing a tantric spiritual practice, a pleasure practice? Is that what that looks like for you? And making the decision of what what that could be, and what you want it to be. So maybe you're doing something currently but you want to expand your spiritual practice and you're not really sure how. For me, um living the universal laws, applying and integrating the universal laws. There's 11 that in total and um and so I I honor and do my best to to integrate those into my daily life. Um, and I'll share with you some of the, the actual specific practices that I use every day and sometimes all day to help me stay connected to divine source energy. And the coolest thing for me about integ- the integration of is that I can let go of fear. I can let go of competition, I can let go of imposter syndrome, I can let go of comparison, I can let go of hustle and grind, I can let go of pursuit energy, achievement-oriented energy, um, and all the things that helped uh, helped me stay in fear, in the lower density energy, helped me stay what I would refer to as stuck. So as my spiritual practice um, really changed my life. And that's why I wanted to, you know, to do a dive, um, a deep dive into and share with you what I do um, to help. Maybe there's something new that you might learn and would love to know what you do and uh, would be connected to you to find out what you do. Because if you're doing something different that the world should know, then we should have a conversation about what that looks like. And so when we get back from break, let's talk about um specifically some of the things that I do, I'll share kind of my best practices. I'm also going to share with you some of the things that I started doing a long time ago and the switch that I made and some of the things that were in my way um, of doing that and how I've overcome my neurodivergent brain because that's part of uh, the challenge uh, is I think a little bit differently. So sometimes I get caught up in this like spiral loop of the rabbit hole of how I think and the habits that I've created. So after the break, let's do that. Thank you so much for joining me here live or listening later on. You're so much appreciated. and I have so much gratitude for your, your essence and your presence. My name is Ranchelle Van Brice. You're on Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle, And we are here today uh, on Inspired Choices Network.
0: Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to ignite your success with entrepreneurial success coach, Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to RVB at igniteyoursuccess.ca.
1: Welcome back everyone. My name is Ranchelle van Bryce. You are on Ignite Your Success with Ranshell. We're on Inspired Choices Network. For all my energy workers, if you're out there listening and doing moving some energy, um, I'm not sure what happens to you physically when you move energy, but I start to move energy, I will either yawn um, the other day was like isn't that funny how I grew up thinking that yawning in front of somebody or burping in front of someone was rude and so that's how I move energy and so I think it's the opportunity for me to let go of one more belief that I have <laughs> the limiting belief so uh, and so let's uh, go back and uh, so thankful to have you here so we're going to talk a little bit about um, the universal laws and the integration of and uh, and how I bring this into my spiritual practices. So I believe in the power of affirmations. And so, uh, if you've been with me before you've heard that, perhaps you're new uh, to affirmations or new to spirituality. and so I welcome you to this journey. And so an affirmation for me is this uh, the statement of I am, And then whatever it is that I want to create, whatever it is that I want to believe and my affirmations and the affirmations really what they do is they connect you to let's say the following laws, the universal law of attraction being one, the subsidiary law of the universal law of thinking, the universal law of receiving the universal law of non resistance, also the universal law of obedience, just to name a few. So an affirmation, something as simple as I am, can lead to this connection of these universal laws. And so you speak into existence what you desire. And the next uh, positive piece of that is using the uh, universal law of I am so happy and grateful now that. So two different ways I incorporate both into my practice, into my spiritual practice, because it invokes so many of the universal laws. And I speak those statements out loud because my voice, as your voice, has a tone, has a hertz measurement, right? So you speak it, you know, the universe hears it, you hear it, it comes back. And then you feel the vibration of the thing that you're speaking into existence, which adds another layer. So you really only want to talk about and, um, and make statements about the things that you desire. So, for example... Um, I am healthy. I am healing. I'm healed. Would be something, um, you know, a journey. So if you're on a, a healing journey, a health journey, like myself, those are things that you could use. I am successful, right? If you're, if you're looking for success, um, I am creating and manifesting business opportunities, right? Uh, every every single day and in every single way. There's like so many. There's no wrong way to do an affirmation. There is. A right way, though, to integrate it. And let me spend some time sharing that. So if you're making a statement, an I am statement, and you're making it's a positive statement, and you have a yes, a yeah, but behind it, the yeah, but is where your limiting beliefs are residing. And we're all programmed with beliefs, whether they're empowering beliefs or they're limiting beliefs, right? And our brain is a goal-achieving machine. And so what can happen is if you make that I am statement and you have a yeah but, that means from a logistical or logical perspective, your conscious mind isn't accepting what you're trying to program or create a new neural pathway with. So it's important that you understand where the yeah buts are coming from and you address the yeah buts. So when I first started my spiritual journey, um, my a deep dive into my spiritual journey, it would have been 2018. And, you know, one of my realizations was the imposter syndrome that I was that I was suffering from and my um belief that I wasn't enough. So if I started to say I am enough, I had this voice in my head that was like, well, not really. Like, you can say that, but that's you don't actually believe that bullshit, do you? And so what I needed to do was to reprogram. I needed to bring a bit of science into it. And so, so how you do that is you have the belief, okay, so mine was I'm enough. I heard, yeah, but I'm not enough. So I knew that part of my programming was that I wasn't enough. And it was really specific. It was like, I'm not smart enough. I can't figure this shit out. I'm not smart enough. And so... Uh, the way the brain works is your brain's a goal achieving machine, and whatever your unconscious beliefs are or your conscious thoughts are, your brain's going to find enough evidence for you to show you, unconsciously or not, that you're right. And so, uh, as I started to realize the science behind it, I started to incorporate something that I learned from one of my mentors. He calls it the decision matrix. Basically, what you do is what's the new belief and what's the evidence of the new belief? And you write it down and then you look. And every time you have this, make this new affirmation from you as I'm enough and my yeah, but brain would kick in. I would go, okay, yes, but and then I would look at all the evidence that I could say of the of of the belief. So my limiting belief was that I wasn't smart enough. And so then I would go, yes, okay. You, there might be evidence of that, but look at all the evidence that you are smart enough. Look at how many times you've you've resolved a challenge. Look at how many problems you've solved. Look at how many um, how resourceful you are. Look at how resilient you are. Look at the look at the life you overcame. Look at the dysfunction that you overcame. Look at the the experiences that you overcame. And you're not bitter and you're not a victim. Like you are just so you're just so amazing. And so I was able to provide enough evidence to my brain to let go of, I'm not enough. Now, it hasn't gone away for me totally. And so for maybe for some people they have. But for me, that I'm not enough is also connected to, like, there must be something horribly wrong with me. So if I'm dealing with anything, that would be the one. There must be something horribly wrong with me. Like, I'm all messed up. Right. And so, but we can use the universal, the universal laws, the affirmations, the gratitude statements. I am so happy and grateful now that I am enough every single day and every single way. And so part of my spiritual practice is to use my I am statements, and I am so happy and grateful now that statements. On a daily basis, first thing in the morning, usually mid-afternoon, when I'm driving my vehicle, going to the washroom, grabbing a cup of tea, grabbing a water, uh, walking down my stairs, I my office in my home, I'm blessed that way, right, my kitchen's downstairs, walking down the stairs, I'm in awareness of my thoughts. So if I'm walking down the stairs and my knees hurt, right, and I go, ooh, my knee hurts, I go, nope, delete, Right. That's I don't want to create more of my knees hurt. I don't want to own that my knees hurt. I don't want to own tired. So I don't say things like I'm tired. I'm not tired. My body might be experiencing the feeling of being tired, but I am not tired. I'm not sick. Right, I don't own that shit either. Right. That's a big joke in our house. Sounds like you're sick, Ranchelle. Nope, not sick. My throat. I'm experiencing a sore throat. Right. My body's experiencing a sore throat. I am not. Right. I'm not sick. I don't want to own that. It's a running, it's a running uh, joke here in in, um, in our house. So, the spiritual practice, the one my mainstay spiritual practice is my I am statements, and I'm so happy and grateful now that statements. The other part of my spiritual practice is journaling, so I do that on a regular basis. I would say almost daily I'm writing in my journal. I'm writing thoughts down. Now, I don't do a, like, dear diary. I don't have journal prompts. I just, like, I literally just go, what are all the random thoughts in my head? What are things that I need to overcome? What are some of my limiting beliefs? And I just literally literally tap into divine source energy and allow divine source energy to provide me with an opportunity of clarity, uh, some sort of message. And so uh, so my journals are like all over the place. I might find a quote and think about something and how can I apply this? How can I integrate this into my life? Now, some people have a journal practice and it's journal prompts. And if that feels good to you, then hell yes, do that. If that doesn't feel good to you, create something that does. If a journaling practice doesn't work, cool, then don't journal. Right. Maybe you want to sing. Maybe that's part of your mindfulness. Maybe singing for you is spiritual. Uh, you know, maybe yoga for you is spiritual. Right? Maybe uh, the other practice that I bring in on a regular basis is breath work. So maybe breath work for you is really spiritual. Um, you know, I do breath work at least three times uh, a week. like in the morning, and then often I will do breath work throughout the day. If I'm feeling my body is tight in my shoulders, I do breath work. So whether we call this spiritual practices or mindfulness, I think there's like a crossover between the two. So what can you bring into your daily entrepreneurship journey um, to set the stage? So that's the morning that I want to talk about. So that's how I set the stage for spirituality into my daily life, into my business. And so after our next break, what I'm gonna share with you is some specific ways to bring spirituality into your entrepreneurship journey. Meaning I'm gonna specifically talk about things that you can think about um, to consider, to contemplate, to percolate over how you can show up differently as you're creating a marketing funnel or going into a sales call or from a place of operations or, you know, doing social media or any of the things that we do as entrepreneurs. So thank you so much for sticking with me. I'm happy uh, that you are here. Again, my name is Ranchal Van Bryce. You're on your uh, on the show Ignite Your Success with Ranchal and you're here with me on Inspire Choices Network. Thanks.
0: Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to ignite your success with entrepreneurial success coach, Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite inspired choices network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can inspired choices. Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at IgniteYourSuccess.ca.
1: Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Rancho. Um, Before the break, uh, I gave practical, I guess, tips on what I do in my morning uh, spiritual practice. I talked about Uh, whether you call it mindfulness or spirituality. I talked about meditation. I talked about breath work. I talked about journaling. My most effective uh, ones that really change my state of mind are my affirmations using the words I am and then inserting what I want to create as if it's happening right now. And then I am so happy and grateful now that and speaking things into existence as if it's happening now. Being so aware of my thoughts that I only speak what I desire, not what I don't want. So how do you you actually incorporate spiritual practices into your entrepreneurship journey? The first one is to move into a place and space where you stop solving problems. So step one, moving to a space or place where you stop trying to solve problems. And so how do you do that? Well, the first one thing is to can you can you would you be willing to accept that there is no such thing as a problem? Uh, there might be something, you know, and, and and I'm changing the language for sure, but, you know, there might be something that you would refer to as an obstacle or challenge. But what if there were no obstacles or challenges either? either? What if there were only opportunities? So every time you met said, and I'm air quoting for those of you who are listening and not watching uh, on TV, uh, what if there was no such thing as obstacles, challenges, lessons? Um, Problems, but there were only opportunities before you. So even if it felt like it was something that you didn't want, you know, code for problem, (laughs) you would look at it and go, okay, if I'm willing to accept responsibility for creating everything in my life, so this willingness to be like, okay, I manifested this, so there must not be a mistake. There's nothing wrong with it. There's no problems. There's no, there's no challenges. There's no obstacles. All that's before me is an opportunity for me to see what I'm seeing and experience what I'm experiencing and move out of judgment that this is wrong or this is painful. Not, and I'm not saying it's not painful. I'm like I'm not dismissing your pain at all, but giving you an opportunity to look at things through the lens of spirituality and the lens of spirituality is nothing happens to us and everything happens for us and there is no right or wrong and there is no problem obstacle challenge lesson there's only opportunity and once we realize that there's only opportunity and we and we can see that the opportunity was placed before us there was something there's something for us to to be there's something for us to do some sort of inspired action that will be required so that we can have whatever it is that we have, which kind of leads me to even the opportunity of when you're creating your life, being really clear about your intention. Now, we can call an intention a goal, uh, right? We can can call it whatever we want to, but being clear about what it is that you desire, because the universe will conspire to bring all of the magical pieces that are required for you to create, to manifest, to achieve, we can use the A word here, to achieve what you desire. And it starts, it will start with clarity. And then that next piece is moving into the acceptance of there's no such thing as a problem. So all that's before you are many, 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 many many opportunities. And when you look at spirituality, look at your, your entrepreneurship journey as through the lens of spirituality, if you can accept that everything is this opportunity, you can approach it with this childlike quality of wouldn't it be cool if we can remove ourselves from victimhood and move ourselves into this the the realm of possibilities. What else is possible right so my my victim cloak looks like this: Why does this always happen to me Just when I get close, something falls apart? Bad things happen to me. Bad things happen in three. Like there's so many beliefs that we have around being a victim. Often we don't even know that we're wearing our victim cloak, right? An opportunity cloak looks like, ooh, look at that. I I have an opportunity to look at this through the lens of spirituality. So the lens of spirituality for me, say, for example, is um, if I'm facing something that would be deemed a problem or challenge, I'm using that language on purpose with, with you. Um, I can see this opportunity and I can go, okay, I've had the desire to create this thing. So I've had the desire to create this thing. And I know through understanding and applying and integrating the universal law of infinite supply, that whatever I desire, because the desire is placed through to me through my higher power, that the ways and means for this to unfold, to be created, to be manifested, must be available, by law, must be available. And my limiting egoic id I self cannot see the solution because I'm looking at it through the eyes, through the lens of, I have a problem. The moment I can let go of, I don't have any problems at all, all I have are opportunities, things magically, and it feels like magic, magically unfolds in this entrepreneurship journey. Because you switch from, that's the first one is I switch from I have a problem to there's no such thing as a problem. There are only opportunities, right? So no such thing as problems. There are only opportunities. So that's the first thing that we do when we want to kind of do this switch into At the application of spiritual mindedness, you know, a spiritual journey into an entrepreneurship journey. There's no such thing as problems. So the second piece is, as I alluded to, is understanding the universal law of supply, which is if the desire is there, the ways and means for it to happen. And so think about the infinite abundance that we have, Right we have this infinite abundance of everything that that's poss- that's possible. So I live in Red Deer, Alberta, Canada. We have an abundance of snow. So you can look at it as spring is late and uh we we I can't see my my grass although my grass would be, you know, brown right now and that um that it's too cold meaning In a negative way, or I can switch this around and go look at what I've created and manifested, right? I can own that, own that, that it. there is an infinite abundance of cold happening right now, it's minus 12, which isn't actually too bad here in Red Deer. There is an abundance of snow. The other day, there was an abundance of wind. So we can look at the things that we would deem as a problem or something we don't like and go, how can I look at this through the lens of the infinite supply? And what can I be grateful for? I'm grateful that we have snow because when the snow melts off, we're going to have more moisture and the moisture is good for the ground and the moisture is good for our farmers. I'm excited that we have this much uh, this much snow. So we can take something like the weather, right? And and rather than complain about the weather, we can turn it around. What has this got to do with the entrepreneurship journey? Absolutely everything. Absolutely everything. Because you can look at the the problems, look at the things you're whining about, (laughs) look at the things you're complaining about, and go, what if what would happen if you stopped complaining, and you looked at things with a new lens? So mastering this spiritual practices, mastering mastering your mindfulness is really about mastering your conscious thoughts, being in awareness of your conscious thoughts, being in awareness of what are some of the things you don't even realize that you're saying, being in awareness of your paradigm, of your limiting beliefs, being in awareness even of your empowering beliefs. So part of what we're talking about in this Entrepreneurship journey and and bringing the lens of spirituality is just bringing radical honesty, bringing radical honesty. So how you, how can you master spiritual practices? Remember to connect with yourself daily to reflect what direction are you going? You're either moving towards your intentions, your goals, or you're not. It's kind of like you're pregnant or you're not right? So you're either moving towards them or you're not. And if you're feeling stuck in your business or stuck in your profession, you can ask yourself something like, what would a spiritual leader do, right? Or what would a leader do if you're not quite at the word of spirit or spiritual? What would a spiritual leader do? What else is possible? What thoughts do I need to think for me to create and manifest what I desire? Who do I need to be to show up, In order to take inspired action this is what i'm talking about incorporating spirituality into your journey more specifically i'll give you an example in marketing right so i define marketing currently as a combination of advertising networking public relations and promotion right and so if you happen to be um in a space and place, right, where you're creating this funnel, um, and I'll go back to a marketing funnel, and you have angst around the funnel. You have angst about what people are going to say and how they're going to talk about you. If you are worried about all of these things, the energy behind that is not conducive to creating and manifesting what you desire. Right, because we're talking about the universal law of attraction, the universal law of non-resistance, the universal law of thinking, the universal law of receiving. And so how can you then change the way that you think about this thing so that when you're creating and manifesting, you can look at, I only want to manifest what I desire, not what I do not desire. And so that's a little bit different that's a little bit different, right? And so when you look at that space and place, how else can things unfold for you, right? So, so very, very important from that perspective. So mastering the art is to remember to connect with yourself daily. When you're feeling stuck in business, ask yourself, what would a spiritual leadership do, right? So you can manifest and connect success and alignment with spirit and allow spirit spiritual practices divine god higher power to lead you to lead you to to help you decide what it is that you do so part of the entrepreneurship journey is creating the intention but letting go of the ways and means that it needs to happen can you create the tension can you set the goal and then go and then know for sure that your back is covered, that you'll take the steps. Can you trust yourself enough to know that you'll take the steps that you're guided to take? And that I think is so very, very important, right? That you'll have this opportunity to do that. Because I think part of it is to remind ourselves that spirituality isn't only for the moments when you feel down. Right? I like uh, the spiritual practices, the entrepreneurship journey is using your spiritual practices to fuel your entrepreneurial life. I believe that ease and flow are our natural state of being. And I believe really that we're supposed to um, create a life and have our business as the vehicle. And how do we do that? By practicing the spiritual, this spiritual mindfulness and applying it in your business, not just in your life, like in the mornings or on Sundays or the weekends or after hours, but showing up as this, uh, as this divine self. So I hope that kind of makes sense since we're going to head into our, if you can believe it, into our last break here. And when we come back, I'm going to share some more, more specific examples of how to, to practice mindfulness, how to practice spirituality when you're creating something in your business, whether it's a marketing funnel or a sales processor system or uh, operationally. Thanks so much for joining me here at Ignite Your Success with Ranchal. My name is Rand Schell and we're here on Inspired Choices Network.
0: Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to ignite your success with entrepreneurial success coach, Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchel. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at IgniteYourSuccess.ca.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back. So before the break, I gave you just a couple of um, pieces with regards to the entrepreneurship journey and bringing spirituality into it. And I promised you that when we got back from our break, that I would you know, give you some more uh, dedicated, I guess, tactics and strategy. Because I believe there is an opportunity for both, right? It's not just about bringing spirituality into business. It's, it's more than that. It's we need both, right? We need strategy. Uh, we need tactics. But we also, I believe, need this spiritual connection. And so, you know, if you're looking at entrepreneurship, let's look at a business. And, you know, uh, I share often that I think business is quite simple. It's marketing, it's sales and it's operations. So how can you bring spirituality into into your business practices? Well, from an operational perspective, um, you know, how can you create a win-win-win all over, right? How can you bring spirituality into invoicing? Like, let's just do something like that. How can you bring spirituality into if you're a coach, we have agreements or contracts? How can you bring your spirituality into that? If you um, have a sales process, how do you bring spirituality into that? Marketing, how do you bring spirituality into that? Now for you, you'll have a better idea of what's best for your business. For me, you know, what I started to think about was, what would it be like to create situations and scenarios where everyone won? So if there was two parties involved, it was a win-win. If there's three parties involved, it was a win-win-win. If there was five parties involved, every single person was able to win. That There was no uh, compromise, right? And not that I think compromise is bad. I don't, that's not my intention is to get that, that, um, I guess, that essence off, but I really wanted to just come from that space of, you know, in the universal law of receiving uh, what happens, you know, in that particular law is what we put out there, we receive back. Right. And so it, so I, you know, I came from this space of, I wanted to let go from a marketing perspective. I wanted to let go of this energy of the WIFM what's in it for me. So rather than looking at tangible or just the only tangible ROIs, return on investments with business, I started to look at what are the intangible ROIs and really what kind of return on investment was I expecting and was that realistic? And realistic, not in the sense of, mm, it's probably not the best word, Um, an ROI in, in terms of what was my intention of going into that particular marketing place? Like, So if I'm networking, am I, am I looking to get clients from networking? That's a getting energy that is not in the, from a spiritual perspective, that's not in the realm of spirit. A getting energy is one from a lack mindset. So how can I enter into, let's say, will do be specific into a networking opportunity and not worrying about getting clients? right what what are other possibilities What Re- really is my intention of doing networking or being in networking right and for me my intention of networking simply is to create relationship right and so what does that look like then and how can that be a win win for everyone so this is what i'm talking about you know bringing in integrating the spiritual laws because they you you can have an opportunity to have the laws influence every single thing that you do one of the most difficult laws that i had uh, that i could had to wrap my head around was the law of obedience right Um, i'm kind of a rebel by nature and in fact the first several times that i read the book i didn't even look at the law because i was like i am not obeying right i am not obeying anyone And what I realized was that I had had a very limited view on obedience and obeying. And as I started to explore that law, the law states I'm to obey the universal laws, not to obey a person per se, but to obey myself, meaning following the universal laws, to use the laws on a regular basis, to obey the laws of nature. Right. If I didn't obey the law of nature of gra- of um, gravity, I would be in trouble. So even if I'm flying in an airplane, right, where there's uh, laws of gravity that maybe have been manipulated so that we can fly in a safe space, we're still obeying the laws of, of gravity. And so the universal laws are similar to the laws of nature. So it's about obeying those particular laws. So bringing spiritual-minded practices to your business, to your entrepreneurship journey, uh, for me in particular, has brought a lot of peace of mind and a lot of serenity and a lot of let go. And uh, so in the 12-step program, it's let go and let God. You can insert whatever works for you. What it it meant for me was allowing my divine self to drive the bus In my business to show me the ways every single day and in every single way, the things that I'm supposed to do, how I'm supposed to show up in business. So basically, who am I supposed to to be in order for me to have the things that I desire, that I require to live the life that I want, that I desire to have the impact and influence that I also desire and all of that was a gift from spirit right so it's it's really for me it's a, i have a business that's spirit led right i don't make the decisions of how it's going to unfold i i make the decision of what i desire and then i follow the breadcrumb trail that's provided me that's given to me in order for me to create the life that I want, because it started with the life that I wanted, and incorporate the business as the vehicle that I wanted. And so I think the other piece of this, of of having a spiritual business or bringing spiritual practices is, it's allowed me to let go of the hustle and grind energy, the proving energy that I had for so many years, the letting go of that I have to prove my worthiness to others. I have to prove my value to others and literally working myself into sickness and illness and into a loss of relationship um, and facing all the things that I faced to prove that I was okay, to prove that I had worthiness. So a spiritual led business, bringing spirituality into your entrepreneurship or professional business will allow you to let go of imposter syndrome, Comparison, right? That hustle and grind energy will bring more ease and flow into your life. And who doesn't want that? Thanks, everyone.
0: Thank you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. Ranchell returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant be you.